Welcome to Culturally Biased, the podcast for the people. And you know they got the touch like Midas. Them local pods give you a touch of the itis. If y'all subscribe to anything else, it must be a minus, man. The dopest combos every week, yeah, you know it's lit. And they always dropping jewels, better get a grip. Them topics hit like a no look left from Danny Swift. Them discussions are mean, you know the guests wanna be when shiz and O on the scene. Look, them animals at this podcast, ignore the poachers. And we coming for that spot, boy, I thought I told you. Current events, business tips for the culture. And that's including everyone except the poachers. Welcome to Culturally Bias, where we discuss everything in the culture, for the culture, by the culture. Excluding the vultures, I'm your host O. I'm Mark Mitch. Jazz, aka Unicorn Vibes. Okay, Jazz, get them followers up. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, how was your week, man? Uh, people getting beat up at my job. That's about it. I yo. knew it. Back to the bump fights, man. They didn't. They beat this old head up, man. It's like ten kids. That's, this ain't even bums. This just. Or young bulls, man. In an, uh, at nighttime, or yeah, they beat him up at night. Man. They, they, just, why you ain't helping out? I wasn't there. I wasn't <laughs> there. Yo. I sit in the car. So you let old head get, sit in the car, yo. All, so you let old head get punched off. Hey, man, if he'd have called me, damn, he man. wasn't even probably in my department. You might be in old head shoes one day, cuz. No, I'm not gonna be. What you mean? Work at work getting yeah, beat up? Yeah, uh, man. No, I doubt that. Yo. I'm going out. Ten young boys might render you. I'm going out. Somebody going to the hospital with me. Yo. It happened to everybody. Remember Cat Williams? <laughs> yo, chill. <laughs> he was on drugs. <laughs> drugs Listen. play a major part in when you get beat up. Sometimes, These kids yo. be tall. Jazz, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> Jazz. How was Jazz? First of all, Jazz is in here. Like Frank Lucas with the yeah, big call. Stop saying it. <laughs> you said that, I be so mad I be comfortable. No, I, I love it. I love it, yo. But Jazz, how was your week, Jazz? Stimmy, yo. It, it, was, it was real good, as you can see. Stimmy. Very comfortable. Stimmy hitting different for everybody. <laughs> Gotta yo. bring the minks out. <laughs> oh, man. Let's start right there real quick, I got man. a tiger What you away. do, yo? What was your, what was your week like, work? yo? Just work? Corn told them about work. Your, you told them you was about to quit? What day? What day? I told you I was about to quit the show today. Oh yeah, I was. I wasn't gonna come in today, man. I needed a mental health day because I was doing too much no. damn work. No, so my work no, interfered yeah. inter- uh, with my passion. So I was like, "Shiz was gonna come up," but I said, "Nah, I'm coming." Especially for our guest today. But um, Jazz, let's jump into that stimmy shit real quick. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so. Jazz looking very stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> I do right by my checks. She is very right. comfortable, man. Y'all gotta see the look, man. <laughs> she out here looking like Luke, man. Not from a stimulus check, but I feel Tell like you had that of... paper before the stimulus, man. You know what's funny? I'm not gonna say that. Okay, so fourteen. You keep trying to get aligned, yo. <laughs> yo, this is the second time you said that, yo. Cause I think I think he plotting. He gonna be oh, out man, here. I'm, it ain't I'm me, plotting. yo. Somebody gonna be out here waiting for you. I'm so scared that like I know fourteen hundred dollars is a lot of money, but not a lot of money of what the reaction to it is. I understand like the fun and the jokes because I indulge in that, but when like the violence comes out because of a check, yeah, that's that's sick. That's scary to know that children have been killed over fourteen hundred dollars. Any mm-hmm. any amount of money is sick, but it's just so low. Like that's that's scary. Like, we could keep it to the jokes and, you know, allowing people to do what they want with their money. But, 
god yeah it it, it got out of hand when the dude killed his uh his girl the brother and the cousin and all that over the because he wasn't getting no money for the kids it's yeah. like it's like oh when, yeah are we are we that hungry right now that people are starving that bad yeah, I mean, uh, well, here's I can't. The thing. I, no, not real. But before your point, I don't think really because it's constantly being money thrown at everybody. You was already unemployed, so they hitting you with crazy amount of money. But they not hitting you with a crazy amount. But I they hitting you. It's hitting people though. with more than what they was getting at their previous job. But there's a lot of unemployed people, cause. I, so we got to think about that too. But wait, what about the people that's not text, getting money. Think about text checks. You know, people. This is this. That's what I'm saying. This fourteen hundred don't make sense to me because people been getting ten thousand all that for kids for years, and it ain't like I'm pretty sure it's been stories, but it ain't been this crazy. Yeah, I think it just go with the times. Like it's just like it's just bad. It's bad. Like then, like y'all said, they throwing money at people. Mm-hmm. Then when that money run out, people get desperate, man. Yeah, that's that's probably. What's definitely gonna happen is certain I people, hope that certain people's amount of uh, you want to hope that drugs are involved <laughs> as like, that they're on them, yes. As the why everybody have, acting I crazy would, like that, you would have to because it ain't nothing that's it's 1400. So you couldn't have been thinking to maybe a down payment of a car, but you can't go buy a car, mm. right? Um, I mean, you could get some shoes or whatever. This doesn't sound like money he's going to flip if you needed it this quickly, this bad. It doesn't sound like a longevity thing. It's an impulsive move over that amount of money. It's like, have you never seen that before? Some people haven't. Some people haven't got that much money at one in one lump sum. That's a crazy bet, and it's free. It What's scary is that you didn't even think nobody was going to pick you out for that. You didn't just killed a house full of people for fourteen hundred dollars that you're never going to see. You don't get a chance to spend it because they know who did it. Let's talk about the mindset behind you even wanting to do that for that. Sick. Like that's is is more is. And then no, you're gonna end up in jail. Like it's just the root of all. You're not. You're not, you're the not getting away. The risk versus the reward was that hard, there. The, the amount of if you do the money versus the like the, the crime you commit, retarded. Retarded. Um, we gonna we gonna keep it moving. Um. Uh. Guy with the rifle outside of uh, um, vice president's house. The fact that it was a uh, a briefing before he even got there is like, yo, y'all knew dude was coming. So and y'all still let him go in front of the crib out of pocket. I, my thing is this, right? Why is it always that those mass shooting dudes get brought in like easily, <laughs> like they they always get like peacefully arrested with fucking assault rifles and ammunition hanging out the damn wazoo but they like they lock him up he said he had a hundred rounds of ammunition because he don't look that dangerous to the people that's arresting him and that's Mm. the sick part like Mm. if 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 a black guy who walked past the house a little too many uh, just one too many times take him down he got his hoodie if he got his hoodie on but a a white man don't look as dangerous to them It's it's, it's just a fact I saw them having a conversation. I saw the video clip of them arrest. Like they just, it's like they just was talking to him. Like basically, like, come on, dog. Why was you over here with all them guns, man? But it's but it's it's funny because like I don't know if y'all familiar with Jamar, Gerard Carmichael, right? He uh he told a story one time. He was in this. Uh, he lived in this really nice building, and uh, a guy walked in with a hoodie on, with a, like a black guy with mm-hmm. a hoodie on. 
So he talked to the guy. He's like, yo, I paid good money for pe- <laughs> you not to let people in here like yeah, that. Right. So I was like, that was like, that's crazy. Like, but, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, stereotypes are definitely crazy and they real. The hot Cheetos on the ground. Yeah, yo. You see too many bags of hot, hot Cheetos, somebody got murdered. Yeah, <laughs> are, you in a, are you in a bad neighborhood? <laughs> you in the bag. You see yeah. too many bags of hot Cheetos. I'm cool, bro. Yeah, but they like it. They, they got word from an intelligence briefing from Texas and yeah. all this other stuff. It's like, oh, so y'all knew he was on his way down here with the guns. Still let him in front of the house to do what? To see think, if he was going to carry think, it out? Let's see. Do you think it's because our, our vice president is black? Yeah, because society does not protect she's a, uh, she's a woman? Yes. I, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because that shit wouldn't happen to Biden. It ain't I, no I, way Trump I, talked all day he talked, and nobody was ever at his door. Nobody no one, ever was near. close to getting to him, yeah. blowing on his wig, nothing. Yeah, nothing. he because he, 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 he spoke. Trump spoke for Trump spoke for those people that that's he, doing he, this. Yeah, he he spoke for but them. But those they, people run a lot of our never, world. Yeah. A lot of it, almost all of it. That's why we out here killing over fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, snapping. Um, Trilla uh, and Versus. Uh, Versus, Timberland, Swiss Beats, they uh, actually sold Versus to Trilla. Trilla, mm-hmm. big company. You know, they, they had uh, Tyson, the fight. Tyson and Roy Jones fight. And mm-hmm. um, when they did this, when they sold it to them, Timberland and uh Timberland and uh Swiss, they still got control got some type of they don't I think they on the still board. On the board right. They still on the board. But also they gave forty three artists that were that were on versus mm-hmm. equity in the company. That's fire. So I think that's super dope. What y'all what y'all the, take on that? The the funny thing is that now like Gucci Mane has equity in something. Yo. He been had equity. Yo, Yo, oh, you <laughs> are my bad, yo. You can't just got a money for shit. I you know. Ten seventeen. I know. Don't do that. <laughs> I know you was. I know you was. She Gucci ball, cause I just want to point out that he owns his own masters. So he break. I ain't gonna front one thing. Gucci break a lot of artists, cause we went know a lot. You name him, he broke a lot of people. We got Nicki, Migos. Push Ice Steve currently. Yeah, yeah. Like he is talent. He, he just got retarded. My man, he got he my man Fugiano. Yes. Fire. He just retarded. Um, that's all. He uh, you know that's crazy is? how he got the Migos though, just on something like, yo, I'm Greg at book. I can't do nothing with them. They hot, so one of y'all take yeah, he gave them to the other uh the other dudes, I forget their name. But yeah, he do. That's one thing y'all can say. He he do break a lot of ours. But, but it, it's really good that they did sell it because we're about to be back outside. Yeah. Versus really held us down for us being in a house and mm-hmm. having time because nothing else was open. Some of them versus battles was burning me out though. I don't really. I, I only really cared for the Keisha Cole, uh, Ashanti one, Gucci Man and, and Jeezy, Gucci one. <laughs> <laughs> and cause can't nobody tell me that they gonna dig up my partner and kill him again in front of me. But I'm just saying. And then I mean I can't really think of nothing. Oh, Monica and Brandy. I watched all the girl ones. Oh, they lost me when they had uh, D'Angelo Bossa. Oh, I heard of it. <laughs> they lost me. I haven't seen uh, one versus, so I couldn't even. You like you feel like you speak nobody on. you wanted to see or none of that stuff. Who would be your ideal versus? I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't care about the people doing versus. I'm just like 
I just I want to see a whole just state try to be entertained with it just to see what who? it's about. Just them, just who? I would let it see state property versus Dipset. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> I would let it see that. I would. Ah, uh, no, because I would want to go with Dipset. I do too. You no, know, we, we can't embarrass now ourselves in front of New York. Now I'm going with State Property, yo. I love the prop, but no, yo, wait. Yeah, Dipset music. was really a movement, bro. Nah, you, no, yeah, you, State you right. Chain gang, let my middle finger hang. Like I, it's like pea crack cocaine. I'm gotta go with them <laughs> just for home. I used to want a State Property outfit. Yo, chill, yo. <laughs> You didn't get one? <laughs> I gotta go with state property. They had just because you wanted the outfit, a big jaw where you can hide your drugs in the pocket. Yo, anything or a hoodie. Yo, man. Yo, state what Rockaway? You want state prop shit? Yo, cause you remember when Rockaway was hot, but then like state property came out. It was like we had our own. Yeah. Like that was probably the biggest thing Philly That's had real. besides Milano. Yeah. That was state, our. Everybody had state prop clothes. And when it first dropped, they had all the secret pockets, but then they was like, yo, y'all draw with that. We got Not too long ago, I, had it. I, I found a shirt, yo. That shit was like a 4X, yo. Yo, ridiculous, man. I don't They got oversized the big stuff. The Fool. You, if you want to wear oversized I, That's That's uh, jazz in them era now. They going back to big ladies, oversized shirts. I hope big jeans don't ever come back, yo. It's going to come back. They might. No, <laughs> not big jeans. I feel them not crying. No, not no they make jeans bell bottom jeans. Fat ass cuffs. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> they making bell bottom jeans. No, they bringing them like true religion. I'm not, I'm not following back. that trick. So if true is come back. Would you wear them? No, I never wore true religion I, I, jeans when I, I, was I, out. I, I, you had I red monkey jeans. Nah, I did. You had the red monkeys. And you I, again, can we stop? You had red monkeys, but that was after the fact. Yeah, Or you had the visu jeans. I had the visus. Yeah. So yeah, why you wear true religion? You had jeans that was Puerto Rican looking with the <laughs> Jones on the back. Why do you keep covering that? Because like we had the jeans. All right, yo. What we got at Burberry Forces? Now I got fucking true religion. Right, Honestly, jeans. if you had Burberry Forces back then, like literally, you was the man. Nah, I, nah, because they back then they was making them. So I'm like, yo. You would have been. He said lit. I was in the guy. I was getting them joints made in the gallery. Yeah, they made them in a the gallery. <laughs> <laughs> they had a stand. The insults don't stop. Right man. by Aphid Market, the subway joint. Dog. Uh, had to be right there. by the cinema. I'm gonna start leaking personal stories about you. I don't have nothing, yo. <laughs> I don't got no stories. But uh, we we all way off a thriller. But that thing that's dope. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. I forgot. That, that um, <laughs> he, he they gave them all. Uh, Equity and company. What you think though? Uh, so they're going to be on the board as uh, say they're going to still be like Timberland, creative. Yeah, Timberland uh, and, uh, and Swizz. I don't know about the rest of them artists, mm, but, but they're still going to be yeah, like in the so creative process. Yeah, they got they got a version about to come out. A new one come out the twentieth. Uh, Who is it? Raekwon and Ghostface. Okay, mm. so that mm. should be that should be hard for the OGs. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they're the same team mm. though. Well, yeah. no, no, no. I like Raekwon. I like Raekwon, purple tape. Mm. But um, last thing we discussed before we introduce our guest, uh, <laughs> Kanye, uh, $6.6 billion, man. Why well, I feel like that don't get as much shine as if anything Cause it's Jay yay. did. Because it's yay. Because he was, he was if it, being thrown off. If it was yay, mm. I mean, it's, it's yay. I'm, he I'm, get, I'm he figuring get the, that. You know, this is the thing about yay. And, like, this go out the game, too. When you go against Jay, you don't get your your just do. Mm-hmm. When Jay was in a, when Jay and Jay was in a good spot, everybody loved Jay. Right. You fall out with Jay, nah. Same thing with Dame. Don't nobody like Dame. 
And Dame talks Dame some talks shit. Dame talks a lot though. But he, <laughs> I think, I think everything that Dame say be like really on point, and nobody fuck with him. I wonder what, what about Jay Z that makes people do that to other people? He's always just been the fan, the fan favorite. Like everybody loves him. I went, if I was Dame, I wouldn't want you back if you left me for him. Yeah. But I, to to the to the point, Yay, they made a lot of huge investments in partnerships. Uh, partnership with Gap, uh, of course. The Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, he had some other stuff I can't remember, but he. The numbers look like they match up because I was like, damn, dog, you just only had what? You was worth for like 180? No, you was worth like close that to. Was, that was, that was like 90. Jump. It was like, it was like 900 million, and then he just jumped. But, he, uh, no, he made. He made. Uh, he was it one point one? I think that's a good thing because I, I. That's where Rihanna and all of them. Everybody is just like you got to chill off music to get yeah. to a billion. Yeah, Jay Z did like. it. Yeah, jump into other did lanes he, of everybody. It, once you go to alcohol and everything else, you just take. But then off. it is crazy. Like he jumped from like a lot. Got to do, but like a lot got to do with Yeezys. Like Ye was smart. Like you know how with Jays and Nikes, they so limited, mm-hmm. so everybody don't get it. Like Ye was dropping. It's a billion different colorways as you uh, should. Every every week is a new colorway. So right. and you giving people access to get these sneaks. So that's how you that's how you ran it up for real for real. And they two fifty and up, two twenty and up. I so. think that was really cool that he made it accessible to yeah. get the shoe. If you wanted it, you can get the yeah. shoe. Because a lot of sneaker companies not like that, man. And I'm like, you ain't gotta <laughs> sleep. Well, before you had to sleep outside, but that cause it wasn't what it was, but Cause it's like one sneaker I'm looking forward to, and that's some Stra- Travis Scott ones. They they drop. They like they crazy. But mm-hmm. I know I'm going. I know I'm not going to win them Jones on the sneaker app. Cause you gotta shake the stockers. You <laughs> have to put your crib up for them. Yeah, so. yeah. They they fired up. Um, no, you ain't got nothing else on the yay shit. No, like I said, it's just it just yeah. he he jumped crazy. But like you said, I feel like he not going to get as much. It's just going to be a you know that's what's up. He made right. six billion, but it's not going to be as fuck celebrated as it would if it was Jay with his almost two billion. But yeah, well, that's yeah, that's crazy. Is though. it bad that he's just a more likable person? So Jay, yeah, he is definitely more yeah, like if yeah, more I, likeable, I, I, do, I like, get I it. See, but it's money offending nobody, cussing nobody out, just going on crazy rants, yeah. Twitter beefs. I think it's it's better when you just stay personal after a while. Yeah, he had a crazy rant with a uh, who was it? Um, for Chicago, what's his name? With a three on his hat. So I, I, oh, uh, um, Chance the Rapper. Chance, yeah, he, yeah, he was snapping on Chance in the studio not too long ago, man. I uh, see son a little bit about that. Jay Z can be slapping people behind closed doors. We have no, no idea. No, he's, it, we never know though. But we know he's a shrewd businessman and how he, how he treat people. Just like even the whole yo, uh, let me get reasons without masters back. No, well I'm taking Rockefeller and everything else. Mm-hmm. He just. People don't care, man. And plus his wife classy, so it's like that was that in the right coffin. There. That's what made him so. That's what that's what helps. That his made him even more likable. Yeah, because nobody can't. go against her. Right. You can't have your Ye ain't get nowhere with Kim. Well, now that they little brief intermission, now we back. Uh, I want to introduce our guest for tonight. Uh, good friend of mine. I don't call too many people OGs, big homie, but this is my guy. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't even. There's so many, so much things I can say about you. you know what I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, my guy, Baldy. Yes, goes sir. By, goes by what? Aaron. Aaron. Moore? Listen, man. How you ain't Baldy? You're not bald. I just. I was. <laughs> everybody asked that question. I was born bald. 
Oh. And I ain't grow hair until I was about three. Oh. So grew in like a little old man, grew in down the bottom and that like little, a little, yeah. I never knew why your name was Bobby Long. Yeah, 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 a lot little, of people didn't know that. Little never George knew. Jefferson joint. Yeah, had a little George Jefferson joint. So you know, then I grew a beard when I was thirteen. It was over. Oh, Yo, what? <laughs> so it was a rat. <laughs> Ran a beard since I was thirteen, man. Oh yeah, we gonna talk a little bit about AAU tonight, AAU basketball circuit. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Ball plays a big role in a. Big Dream Bearcats program. Yeah. So, um, but first, um, I um, knew him Ball for a while. Um, Ball was actually the second person to cut my hair. Uh, Ball cut off the porch, man. Who was the first, yo? Huh? Who was the first to cut your hair? Some boy from North Philly, some old head. So you had that little, put the bucket over your head type bowl cut. I I never had a bad cut in my life, cuz. Never. You was just perfect, huh? No, I'm not (laughs) saying that, but I never had a bad cut (laughs) in my life. All right, man. I think I got a bad. What the, my mom took me to uh, the barber school on <laughs> Nidro. Bro, Nidro. Bro, Nidro. Tri City. And some old head was fucking me up, and I got out of the chair. <laughs> was, I got out of the chair. I was like crying. I got out of the chair all man. He must have gave you a baldy. No, he just was like, he just was cutting me for like 10 years. I'm like, dog, it don't take you that long to just like fade my shit out. It was just like. I'm glad you said that. You know why that happened? Why? Because he was a student. You know, I graduated yeah. from there too. Right. So. You go in there, it only costs five out. Right. Yeah. At your you own risk. It's a same. big sign. Uh, you pay what you Cut at your own then risk. Then I get, look, the master barber came out here like, yo, man, cut. Yo, shape this kid up and get him out of here, man. We call that holding a, holding a person hostage. Yo, yeah. That means he was tearing your joint up. <laughs> trying, he was tearing you up, though. Yeah, he had to be. But uh, ball play a big big role in, big role mm-hmm. in, the, part, in, in the hood. I mean, the park. Mm-hmm. We come from Hunting Park, so... um. Let's start with uh with uh how you get into the whole AAU thing, man. Uh it goes back, man. Probably probably back to even on our block. Right. You know, on our block we had a guy named Joe Jefferson. Okay. Joe Jefferson was the baddest thing that ever came out of Edison. I always hear about stories about Joe Jefferson. And uh you talking about eighty six, eighty seven, he was bad dude. Right. So, you know, just me being a little dude on the block, dribbling up and down the block, you just come out there, yo. You want to do this. You want to do that. You want to do this. And he was a top tier dude in the city. Right. And then, you know, of course, you know, my brother was a, right. My brother was getting down a little bit. So it was just like I was around it all the time. You right. know, you expose your, your kids and, and your nephews or whomever to whatever it is your mm. fights is. Right. Sometimes they gravitate to it. Mm. You know, what I mean, my son kind of gravitated to basketball, right. but he didn't love it. He didn't love it the way I loved it. Right. I eat, sleep and drink that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. You can't you I learned that you can't give it to them. Right. Either you got it right. or you don't got it. Right. Either you love it and you can't physically do it, right. but the love's still there. Yeah. Cause it's cats that can't play that know the game. That's me now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean you talking right, listen. But first of all, let me tell you something about this little dude, man. <laughs> well, I can't call him little dude no more. Big up. But listen, back then, mm. This dude was, he was something else, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, Wait, I'll never forget. Tell a story, cuz. I'll never forget this. And I always, I got two for you, but this one you do know. <laughs> I got so my other mom, one, too. My mom had this car. My mom had this Dodge Dynasty. When them joints came out. It was like a like a New Yorker. It was a classic, classic car. White. We called it the Goats. My brother was driving it one day coming coming up Franklin Street. This is where he lived on the 3800. And he slammed on brakes. Mm-hmm. Can't threw a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> on the windshield <laughs> and took off. He took off. 
Like we not gonna see him. Like we go, I'm gonna see. Like, y'all, like, y'all know he live in the neighborhood. You know the whole. I'm like, you know like what? he wasn't cutting my hair. So yeah, I'm like, like, you know what? I talked to Miss Cheryl. We'll figure this out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the other time was, I had saw your mom in the store, uh-huh. and she was like, he he coming around here to get a haircut. I'm gonna see him Saturday because old like times he would. And then times he didn't feel like getting no cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. just how he was. Dirty young, so young boy, kid. man. Dirty young boy. So I said, all right, well, I'll see him Saturday. He mm-hmm. going to come around Saturday. But it just so happens around Easter, so a lot of people was at the crib. You know how Oh, this is what I sold my spot for free. And he comes <laughs> to the crib to get a cut. Now, mind you, he waiting his turn. He waiting. Right. He sells his spot for free. But how my brother you? let me. D was so, there. How you do that? I, was I just let somebody. Um, just I let somebody like, go ahead of me. He just was like, "Yo," but I ain't know the all the all the politics of it. He ain't know the rules of mm-hmm. it. So when I when I gave boy my, I was like, "Yo, you go in front of me." But when I did that, I went all the way to the back. I'm like, right, because now you behind another one. Because mind you, I'm just rocking. Like I'm trying to get anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm getting anybody out the crib. Like boy, like you don't want no money in there. You cool? I'm like, yeah, I'm straight. And you know who it was? <laughs> who was it? It was uh, Steve. You remember Steve? Little short. He used to be up y'all in. I think so. I think so. But hey, I don't know if you remember. You left. You was like, I'm last now. I'm out of here. <laughs> and he leave, right? But this the kick. I had these one pair of clippers, man, where the guard used to pop off. Derek. Me and Derek, but Derek was still in there. For real? I'm cutting this boy hair, man. And I swear, I had a mirror on my porch that was like the size of this wall. Uh, it popped off. Mm. Yangdy. Yang. <laughs> And yo, I never yo, your brother laughed so hard, man. <laughs> My mom came outside, like, what is going on out here? I'm like, nothing, nothing, it's cool, it's cool. He got a ball spot. And right. I'm like, how am I can't fix that? And like, yeah, you it's a rat. It. It's a rat. Mm-hmm. I had to take him over there. And mind you, he had he had a flow. Had to wipe him down. Oh, he, <laughs> oh, he was hot. And it was, it was. It was around Easter time. Mm-hmm. Right, he had to get a ball. But I told him, I said, you know what? You got him for that spot, and you ain't paying. You knew you supposed to give some bread. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that That's came back what on you, dog. <laughs> what made you? Um, what made you get into cutting? Even though you, uh, you know what, love basketball so much. With me, uh, I guess it was just like my cousin used to cut my hair. And I used to watch and cut all the time, but it wasn't like something that I wanted to do. I picked it up, mm, right? And then everybody on our block, like we didn't have no barbershop in Hunter Park. We I had to go to 13 Venango to get right. a cut. Mm. So you had to walk through. I got to walk through right. jungle, right? Right. You know what I mean? I got to walk down Butler Street, jungle. through the supermarket, across <laughs> Area Avenue, over the 13th Street. That's wild. That's war, war, yeah, war, yeah. war. That's you know wild. what I mean? So it just got to a point I started going down my grandma man down, you know what I mean, Germantown Lehigh, going down there. And my cousin started cutting. Gave me a couple pair of clippers, like, look, you know what I mean? You you know how to do this. Let me show you something. Show me a little bit. Yeah. Came back up the way. Sean, Michael, all them, like, look, y'all, you tried on me. Right. But yeah. I knew how to draw a little bit. So it wasn't it wasn't that bad of a it wasn't that bad to me right because you know if you got you that steady hand yeah, yeah I kind of right. already knew how to do a little something mm-hmm. but the clipper in itself gonna do what it's gonna do you know what I mean yeah. so I just kind of figured it out you know it's an easy transition math is math I don't know if if you at next time you look at a pair of clippers you'll see fractions right. on the guards it's just math mm-hmm. you know what Three I mean fours. so I started breaking math yeah. It just became a little easier, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I had a whole neighborhood try this shit out on, so 
Where they gonna go? I'm saying, holding man. hostage. And like you said, somebody gonna get hacked up, but somebody gonna be real nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see and how it just kind of flow. Influence go. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I mean it. It goes a long way. You know what I mean? It, I mean it gave me it gave me a, another aspect of a career because I was 20 when I first opened my first shop. Right. You know what I mean? I was in college and in barber school mm-hmm. at the same time, and only took a pause from it because I took a scholarship to go down to VA. Oh, yeah. And then I came back. Then I transferred back in the temple. And I'm like, look, man, I'm trying to get this paper. I, need, I ain't trying to work for nobody. Right. You know what I mean? Then once me, you know, me, 40, my man moved Mujad, mm-hmm. which is uh, Mustafa Shakur's older brother. Right. That was my man. And, you know, we got, got together. They said black folk can't can't work together, can't create nothing together, mm-hmm. but we live in proof. Right. Yeah, y'all held it down for a while. We live in proof that we made it happen, and then we all just... Spread off off of what we just did, springboarded off of that. So so with all the with all the things going down with the young boys mm-hmm. in the city, uh how is it working with working with some of the kids at, at Bearcat? It's not bad, man. I mean, I think we kinda end up with a nice group of kids. Cause you at, know what at, I mean? like y'all saving kids' lives. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it comes down to. We you know, it's a it's a heck of an influence. Right, to have on a kid, but it can't all just be basketball. Right, you know yeah, I mean? it has to be more than that. It, it got to be because your your coach is more like you've. I've had coaches where they just coach. Yeah, then I had coaches that were mentors. So I had a choice of which one of them I wanted to be. The ones that were more impactful were the ones that gave me guidance. Mm-hmm. That under, and I got my pop was in my crib, but right. my pop don't play basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he couldn't say, "Hey, listen, here's what you need to do here." Blah 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 blah. I had to get that from somebody else. I can get it from my brother, but right. he didn't play high school ball. Right. So where am I going to get this from? Mm-hmm. And if I got the wrong guidance, it's going to lead me nowhere. Right. It's, gonna, it's not going to give me all the opportunities that you should have right. as a player, whether yeah. you're a top tier, mid tier, low tier, whatever. That coach can say, hey, listen, you might not be here or here, but I can get you here if you still love the game. Right. You know what I mean? And then it's just looking – into the game within the game mm-hmm. understanding that you can be a therapist right sports medicine you can get into statistics anal- analyze analytics it's all these avenues that you can work into collegiate basketball right. professional basketball right. outside of being a player right because the odds is what some to none yeah you know yeah, what I mean you might go ahead and play play uh Play Powerball. Right. That's yeah. your chances. You know sure. what I mean? Your chances are so slim on every level. And that's how you see a lot of athletes jumping into that field, though. That yeah. And, and I break it down to, I break it down to, especially to the high school kids. But for the younger kids, because we start kids off at four, bro. We do fundamentals at four. That's great. The hair. Because to get them there at four and then to be able to mold hard work, you know what I mean? Just repetition. Just to put that in their mind then, it's hard to get somebody that's 13, 14 and try to instill that in them. Because they mm. Euro-stepping from half court. Well, because you got <laughs> yeah. bad habits. You probably, yeah. You're looking at James Harden. You're looking at Kyrie. And you just doing all types of crazy stuff. That's why, like, everybody like, yo, you should coach. Oh, you should coach. But it's like, dog, I need kids. I don't want no kids that's already... You you step back yeah. from half court. Mm. No, leave and they're gonna alone. do it. Yeah, but first you gotta learn how to. Let's work on a triple threat. Let's. You gotta understand why 
right. they're doing the Euro stuff. Right. I had a kid on a break, nobody in front of him. He <laughs> he come down, he make the shot. I said, time out. Call time out, come to the side. I said, do me a favor. He's like, oh, what's that, coach? I said, explain to everybody why you just did a Euro. Right. He's like, I mean, I was there. I said, all right. Sit down till you come up come up with a better explanation. So do you think it don't like, make sense? You right. think like some of the them like the, the trainers now That's they kinda mess up or ruin not not maybe not ruin, but they kinda like mess up the thought process of the kids, some of them basketball trainers with those moves now. Well, you, you know what? I mean between the leg, you throwing the ball between the legs of the chair and now you doing a spin move in between six cones and legs. All that stuff is designed for quick hitch movement. Mm-hmm. So, which means you're going full speed with the ball. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make a quick decision. Right. And sometimes you go here, you got to come back here. Then at the same time, you can't be your head can't be here. Your head got to be up here because I got a shooter here and shooter here. Mm-hmm. So, when I go make a move, I got to know where right. everybody's at. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If you don't, yeah, it's on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're going to constantly make the same mistakes over and over again and eventually a coach gonna be like man I can't I can't yeah. this young he keep turning the ball over right. it's cause he going crazy he trying to create all these moves in his head right. when you only need one move and that one move off of this defender gives you three options right off of those three options mm. you can either pull up kick out step back right. you know what I mean you got so many options off of one move but a lot of people don't teach one move. Yeah, they they teaching a bunch of moves. Yeah, and this kid is trying to figure out well how to all the other stuff is really is just training. Right, it's just foot footwork. Mm. You know what I mean? The ladder work and hand eye coordination. That's all it is. It's that's all trainers are doing. Right. Now okay. I mean now once you get into the dynamics of why you shoot, how you shoot, that becomes a specialty. Right, it becomes different. And if a coach can't teach you that, you got to put a kid in front of somebody who can. I know what I'm good at. Right. I know what I'm not that good at. Okay. So I'm gonna put somebody in front of this kid that knows that better than me. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not like I'm not one of them dudes that'll be like, no, I ain't gonna send. I ain't sending my. He gonna steal my kid. Right. <laughs> steal your that, kid? It happens, man. He not yours. Mm-hmm. I thought this was about getting this kid in the best opportunity possible with someone who can really teach him. Right. If it's not you, then who? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people not thinking that way. But we got 150 kids, dog. It's not like we got one team. There's always going to be more kids. And it's always kids moving up, moving up, moving up, moving up. So that's why we start at four because it keeps moving. We get them at four, they're going to be 10. But we got a whole new crew of four coming. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a constant flow. And everybody processes the game at different speeds. So we had two teams. Like a traveling team, right. and like a fundamentals team of kids that don't really know. Now, how many kids get that chance? Because who wants their kid on a team? Yeah, y'all won a championship, but your son ain't play a lick. So how do you at all? How do you deal with the parents? I don't. <laughs> Dead serious. You don't talk to them at all. I talk to them at the beginning of the season, end of the season. Uh, Everything you know else is support. Cause you know the parents be like, "Yo, why my kid ain't play? Why he not getting no time? Listen, Yo, can you work with him more and all that?" Let me tell you what I do. I got a certain amount of plays that I run for these kids, right? Right. At the practice, I video the play. Every kid knows what spot they need to be in, and I put them in that spot. Mm-hmm. 
I sent a video to every parent. Here's what your son needs to study over the next week. Because we're running this play on Saturday. Right. And if he don't run it, he's going to be sitting next to me. Right. With a clipboard explaining to me where he's supposed to be. Mm. Not just sitting him down like, you don't know what's going on, man. Sit down. Right. Nah. Here go the clipboard, money. Tell me how. That's the only way you get back in the game. You're going to be able to, you got to explain it to me. Right. Because now I know what you don't know and you do know. Right. Now I know where you're making your mistakes and where you might be overthinking. Mm-hmm. So it's a teaching moment. And it's hard for a lot of coaches because they can't deal with that. Yeah. They used to coaching talent. Right. They used to coaching kids that could do all that. Right. They already got was, that. Right. So all you got to do is manage minutes. Right. I'm preparing them for you, mm-hmm. which is fine with me because I love it. You know what I'm saying? What what did you see, I guess, in the neighborhood or uh, I guess like in the city that made you look around and say, yo, uh, we got to start our own thing? I was doing stuff down the way. I used to do a summer madness down the way. Yeah. I used to do like three three tournaments in one summer, yeah. one day tournaments. But they, everybody in the hood be down there. Yeah. Nobody on the block. I had a cop come up to me and say, yo, I, I knew something was going on up here because ain't nobody on no corner. Were they at 9th Street, Jones? We was yeah, all at 9th Street, yeah. That was, that was, that was, was Street. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. I and know. we would do I, them. I was there. We would just do them. I'd be like, look, man, I'm going to go ahead. Look, just give me a little $60 for the shirts. I get them yeah. printed up. and we just Because nobody did that for us. Yeah. I had to go to South Philly. I had to go out Parkside. I had to leave Hunter Park to go play in Leeds because we didn't have them. And nobody was coming to the park. Mm. The only we people never. that was coming to the park was Top Side, which was y'all side, yeah. Cross Side, which is Old York Road, yeah. and some Logan Cats. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Nobody coming to Hunter Park. Coming down there. We already they already know what it is. Yeah, they they scared. So nobody was coming <laughs> down the park. You had some cats that were, but yeah. not like that. Not like that. Right. And so it just it, it was something that I said, man. You know what? I wish. I wish. I wish somebody would did this for me, yeah. Steve, young boy Steve that that, yeah. uh, that died. Rest That's in, when I stopped. Steve, man. That's when I stopped because I had saw him the day before. Wow. I saw him the day before. I saw B, mm-hmm. uh, little Kev. Right. They like, oh gee, what's up? Well, I mean, I just dropped the envelope off. We going through the job. I'm like, yeah, we cool. Mm-hmm. Saw him the day before. We busted up, and the next day, my mom called me because I was living in Winfield. She called me. It was like. Don't you know they killed Ella Boy? I'm like, who? Like, what you talking? They ain't into nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that about? Right. And we still don't they know still what know it was to about. This to, this day. Right. to this day. And it kind of, I had to take or a back seat after know. that. Because I sat yeah. down there with his mom, man. I just was talking to her. And she watched me grow up. Mm-hmm. You and know what I mean? It's so, crazy that you bring up Steve. Because I was, I was telling people, like, out of all of us that hooped, Steve was the only one that was actually getting better. Yeah. Yeah, every like, year. He was like, he. I'd really seen his improvement every year. Him and Pride Ace, it, they were like, because they both mm-hmm. were together. Yeah. But they really worked on a game. And I was like, damn, Steve was probably going to be something, man. Oh, man, listen, man. He used to knock on my door and say, uh, what I got to work on? I said, well, the park is two miles two miles around. I used to jog that every morning. Mm-hmm. Get the rock. Don't cut through the park. Go all the way around right, the park. Right. Where you start is where you stop. That's your warm-up. Right. You can't leave a park until you make 400. Mm-hmm. Not shoot 400. You got to make four. Start on the inside. Work your way out. That's 
how you do it. Make mm-hmm. 20 in front, 20 on the side, 20 on the side. Take two steps back. 20 in front, 20 on the side, two steps back. Till you damn near at the three-point line. Then go to the corners. Mm-hmm. That was my warm-up. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning, everybody used to be out the park, right? Yeah. I was already there yeah. an hour and a half before. I'm already I'm already sweating. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me, Lil Rick, all us. That, yeah. that was our regular. Because for us, Division One was the way... That was it. That was the way out. If you ain't get D1, psh, man, I'm, I don't know what I don't know. What gave you that level of discipline? Just wanting to yeah, be right, better right, than my brother. My brother was a killer on the court. Right. And he was on, my, my brother was about my height. He was dunking on jokers like it wasn't nothing. Right. So I said, all right, I already got the bounce. I'm about to say, can you still dunk? I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared now. I ain't gonna lie, man. That court look high. Like, I remember shit, that. <laughs> I remember Ball like when I used to see it, like, like that one I'm hand, two hand, like I can't. That gave me the confidence. Like I know I, I can get up there if I try. You know, <laughs> it's, it's different, man. Like I high jumped in high school too. I was high jumping like six okay. six, man. Ball played. You know what I'm saying played football. Was, I don't need to, right? I played football. I led the pub in interceptions, man, for two mm-hmm. years in a row. So it was. I mean, I didn't even want to play football. Mm-hmm. They told me I had to. I had to run cross country. To mm. play basketball, I said, "Shit, I ain't running. Right. I'm, I'm playing football." Right. Came, I was all right. We was already doing football anyway, right. but it just, I got pads on now. I can really, I ain't got two pairs of sweatpants and a t-shirt. I got like, pads like, on now. Like I can tear field. some up. You know what I mean? So it just certain certain things, like I said, just like a lot of kids that are athletes, you know, it's something in them. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what it is. It's God given talent. You can't teach it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can try to like a dude like AI. AI graduated the year I did. Yeah. 93. And we played four teams out in Virginia. Mm. And no lie, man, he was not the best ball player in the state. He was the best football player in the state, but he yeah, wasn't the best basketball yeah. player in the state. He played he played football better than he actually played basketball. He, he was a hell of a football player. Yeah. But as a ball player, they had at least four or five guys that was better than him in the state. Yeah. He was like number six. You know Isn't that I mean? crazy? And then you be like, you probably don't even know what them guys are right now. It just half that, of them now, nah. half like of them now. Nah. That talent, like that, that, that guy given like dog. Mm-hmm. But think, yes, he ain't practice. You see yeah. what he is? Think <laughs> about we, it like this: in the city, when you talk about talent in the city, mm-hmm. from eighty nine to ninety three, you probably had about nine or ten pros, right? That came out of the era. That I played high school ball. About nine or ten professional dudes. My freshman year was Air McKee's last year. We got bombed by grass. 45. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was 13 playing varsity. That was mm. 13, bro. Mm. Like, all I wanted to do was get my name in the paper. So I right. shot. I shot that motherfucker. <laughs> Anytime I could, we was already losing. <laughs> so you might as well. Might as he well looked down the lane. Aaron, get in there. I said, I'm going to put this. I'm getting on. I'm getting in the newspaper. I'm getting on Ted. Gotta, you, listen, I got Ted Larry got to do a slide on me, yeah, man. Yeah. I got to make, make the savvy seven. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, and you, one of the things is if we all grew up together and you went to a high school, you went to a high school, we all played ball against each other. We want to talk that shit to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how are we going to be able to do that? You got to show up in that paper. Yeah, for sure. It, that, that was the, that was the gear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's what a lot of kids in this era, they don't have that gear. These dudes is friends. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Do you think like AAU messed up is messing up the pro the pro game and collegiate and also on the collegiate level? Like, is it too friendly? Like how Brian was friends with Carmelo and things of that nature. I mean, to some degree, yeah. But I honestly believe that AU is is just like they don't even watch high school ball no more. Right. AU's the circuit. Right. If I get you in this circuit where the top tier guys are are in this camp, then I can really see what you're doing. Right. Nobody care about when you play Furness or Fells. Right. Who cares about that? Right. Like nobody cares about when you play those guys. Yeah. I want to see you as an individual you. against the baddest guards in the country. Right. And I want to see how you fare up. And the AU circuit, pretty much, is probably the only way you're going to see that. Right. Was you know? it my fault? Was it ever a development circuit, or was it always just you nice from your city, you nice from your no, city, no. let's all get Sunny the kids Hill. to go? Sunny Hill, the Hill League was it mm-hmm. for yeah. us in high school. Hill League was it. Later came Positive Image. Yeah. But the Hill League, you would be down the Boathouse. You go down Gustine Lake. Mm. You had, I mean, you had, you had uh the Greco joint out in uh, Concha Hawk and like yeah. you did have leagues but think about all the schools that's in the city they only take it, really there was no AAU travel circuit for us okay right you know what I mean like they did have a traveling team but it was 13 dudes so let's see we got Malik Rose on that team mm-hmm. NBA dude Sean Colson on that team NBA dude She mm-hmm. Wallace on that team, NBA dude, Farron Hand, Tyrone Weeks. Like, your lineup would have one guy that was 6'2, everybody else was 6'7. Mm-hmm. And these are dudes we battle every week. Right. So, all the talent that was in the city at that time, you see a lot of those guys coaching now. We had Jay Law, Jay Law, 6'10. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was on that team. I mean, you're looking at seven footers, Rondell Turner. You said he's seven, he's, he's seven foot dudes. Right. And he was better than Shade. It's crazy. He was better than Rashid Wallace. It was nothing that Bump couldn't do. And went to, and ended up going to Gratz in his last year mm. and averaged 24 off the bench. How you going to yeah, beat them? Right. <laughs> How you going to beat them? They already bombing people by 30 and 40. Now you got to do averaging a quarter off the bench. Right. It's the monsters. You couldn't. Exactly. <laughs> but that was. That's the that's what AAU is. It's a yeah. It's players from all around your city right. coming together and but I, like I said, cities. And I always thought I just always thought that it was like a training involved, like how when we used to go to Rashid Wallace camp, like nah. just some type of that. What I mean, honestly, John Harnett was one of the rest in peace was right. one of the thoroughest coaches that you could ever be. I mean his his intellect, you know, what I mean his intellect was crazy. Dude was a basketball genius, man. He had workouts for you. Coach L was the same way. Mm-hmm. But you you weren't going to play for Coach L because he's grads. Right. John Harnett ran summer leagues. He did all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you did get that to some degree. But the trainers and all that, dog, I ain't see my first trainer until I got to college. It's crazy. Put my ass right in the weight room. Oh, you, you what? You 150 what? All right, we got to have you at 170 by at least October. I got that. In August, I was 172, right. 173 by the beginning of October. Right. They fed four times a day, dog. Right. So yeah. you you start to, I mean, you get that training, but now they're getting it at an earlier age. Yeah, because because like 
I guess our era high school, it just was you come to school yeah. and you go hoop all that. It, well, it never you, was you no weightlifting. You did that on your own, or yeah, and, and it was like that for us. Mm. You know what I mean? But when, what you find out is when you leave out of Philadelphia and you go to Cleveland, or you leave out of Philadelphia, you go to Chicago, you leave out of Philly, you go down south. Joker's been lifting weights since they was big. twelve. Yeah. The balls is the biggest balls is husky. When you start yeah. seeing. Dudes from Nebraska and the kid is sixteen, weighing like two fifty five, mm. and he he just wide and setting picks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never you don't see that like, in man, the I city. Just, just good up and who you see like. athletic guys. Mm. You see athletic big guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to to that point, that's why I think nobody from like our generation went nowhere to play because it's like. We didn't have nobody to say, say yo yeah. work out. We just love basketball. We wait. Uh, what year y'all came out? Uh, I was two thousand. I'm two thousand, and I'm old too. All right, so you you was basically rare. well. Staff came out in 03. Yeah, Staff was in Staff was in uh, around that time. Staff was 03. Staff and um, like he came out when LeBron came out. Yeah, yeah. damn, what's that? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that's like we used to go to, go to Magana go and watch Cow. Yeah, and Cow was destroying them, destroying them boys. But um, even in Northeast, think about it. Was, what's the name? Staff. M N. I had a hand in helping his his right. group because he was a kid. Right. You know what I mean? Staff was the number one point guard in, in the, the country. country. Yeah. And th- we have never had another one since him. Right. Before him, it was Pooh Richardson. Right. 85. So from 85 to 2003, there's never been a point guard that was the number one point guard in the country. Right. She was the number one player mm-hmm. in the country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Eddie Griffin, he was he was at one time the number one dude. To, but guard wise, we got a lot of guards came out this city for sure. A lot of guards came out this city, and and a lot of them dudes is coaching now. Yeah. So when it'd be good when I see them dudes, because I'm like, man, you got a lot to get into the game. Right. Now how they coaching them, I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? But I know to see them coaching is a good thing because. You can't keep it all to yourself, mm. dog. Like you got secrets that you can pass on. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know who you teaching. Right. You so, t- so how do you handle like all the kids that's like it's NBA or nothing? Because I know you said it's other it's other avenues you you kick to them. You know what I mean? So all the kids that's and even the parents like think their kids go into the league. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? I put them through a combine. Okay. I put them through a NBA. A NBA style combine. Okay. And really it's gonna be your conditioning. Mm-hmm. So I already know you not gonna run for twelve minutes straight because you don't run five laps in practice. Mm-hmm. Right. So you ain't gonna do the two to four mile run. Right. I already know that when I tell you to hit these pull ups, wide grip, I ain't talking ease. Right. Right. You gotta come here. Right. I need your chin above it, and I need at least twenty five of them in the next 45 seconds. I know wow. you ain't lifting 225. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm this is what I tell Paris. These are this is this what is he what, gotta do yeah. to get there. Yeah. He in eleventh grade? Oh, okay. And you way off. You only gave me 10 pull-ups. <laughs> mm. But this is the stuff I got kids doing at five, six, seven. All right, let's get these 10 in. Right. Let's start on our knees. Let's get let's build that up. Right. You get home, you need to do at least five or ten a day. I'm preparing you. Right. So that's your little homework. 
you either gonna do the homework or you not. You can't you can't blame the teacher when the kid fell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like your kids in school, teacher gave them classwork. Classwork is is nothing but a a, a a repeat of what they just read. Now I give you this homework. The homework is what the classwork was and what the teacher said. Right, and it can it can prepare, like you said, prepare. That's you Monday, for, right? And it prepares. Tuesday we doing the same thing. Wednesday we add on. Mm-hmm. Thursday we review. Mm-hmm. Friday's the test. Right. So if you didn't do no homework and wasn't listening during class time, and you damn sure wasn't even looking <laughs> at the teacher, <laughs> you can't blame the teacher. Right. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? There has to be this homework part is real, real detrimental to a kid's growth educationally and athletically. Right. Repetition is the mother of all learning, bro. Right. And the one thing that I always understand with a cat say it only takes seven days to create a bad habit, right? Mm-hmm. Take 21 to break it. Right. Now, what have you been doing bad shit for 10 years? You can go right. to course every day and work out. Yeah. What if you working on the wrong shit? Right, right. What if nobody told you that every time you shoot the ball, your hands is in front of your eyes? But it's you up here every day. Yeah. <laughs> Like, boy, that boy going to the league. He work out every day. Working out on the wrong shit. Right. So you can work hard on the wrong things. Yeah. You can read a book and your comprehensive skills never improve. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can read a chapter and not know what it's about. Mm-hmm. So it someone has to teach you comprehensive learning, mm-hmm. just like somebody has to teach you the right way to practice. And if you don't learn it, you just in the mix. You know what I mean? You just out there. Yeah. And coaches will catch on quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's it's a crazy dynamic, man. You gotta I just watched a little docu-series on um Last Chance You. Okay, yeah, that John Dope. I love that coach, man. Yeah. I like his energy, but it's how he deals with it. He dealing with grown men though. Right. You know what I mean? I can't I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Cause I know me. Right. You know what I mean? But the way he coaches, he's yeah. trying to get as much as he can out of these dudes. Right. These dudes got other shit going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got grown. These jokers got kids and stuff. Mm. Jokers <laughs> living in their cars and all types of stuff. Yeah. And they trying, crazy. they trying to get a scholarship to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's how you teach, how you teach a kid, what you teach them, and just monitor their learning. Okay. You know what I mean? Monitor be, and be truthful with these parents. Your son ain't that dude yet. Can be right. Ain't that dude yet? How you uh, how you feel about um the influences that the like like the sneaker brands has on AAU? I mean, hey, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, let I mean, here's what it they is. do have an impact on it. We can see here's that. what it is too. Get a sneaker company right, and you 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 the baddest thing in your high school. Right. You the baddest thing in the city. And this particular team wants you on that team. Mm. The only way that team stays relevant is if they constantly keep getting high-quality guys. Right. That's that's what's going to keep their brand of sneaker sponsor. That's going to keep the sponsorship. And with that being said, now those high-quality guys are going to probably find out, like, oh, you can get a deal coming over here. So now that's going to draw more to the shoe mm-hmm. brand and all and, that. Type. And so think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we dealt with Adidas our whole tenure. We've been in since 2012. 
You know what I mean? 2012. And we've dealt with Adidas, but we have a sort of partnership where, with Adidas that is not a true sponsorship. It's like a percentage off of, you know what I mean? So when we get our stuff, we're getting discounted prices. Right. But it's not a sponsorship. Right. It's not a true sponsorship where it's like, yo, here it is. All right. Y'all ass get out of Virginia. Y'all better win. Yeah. And y'all got some dudes. You know what I'm saying? That's a different type of pressure. Right. But Adidas was more than they they was happy to to partner up with us in a way because once our organization catapulted two, three years later, mm-hmm. well, why wouldn't Adidas want everybody a hundred some kids wearing their shit? Right. That's you know more, what I'm saying? That's so now marketing. we go up northeast with our kids. Mm-hmm. We got a hundred kids. We coming in hundred strong. Everybody mm-hmm. wearing red jerseys today. Mm-hmm. Wear your red. Coming in, bleed them out. Mm-hmm. Next week, everybody wearing white. Coming in, white them out. The moms got on shirts. Everybody's wearing. We in the stands, and we the kids is a hundred deep. But at times two. Yeah. So you looking at an eight year old game packed more than a high school game. Now, they just know their kids going to be running around, mm-hmm. but they so tied in and making the parents connected to it, wearing this item, that when they saw those pictures, they like, oh, shit. Everybody's everybody wearing our shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Our uniforms, all that, it was all D the brand stuff. Right. So the apparel game is mean, dog. Like, it's deep. And Philly ain't even that deep. Kyle Lowry really has... Yeah. His brand, which is Adidas, mm-hmm. but go outside of Philly, get get to Chicago with that Nike, with that Nike shit. That is crazy. Yeah. Get to North Carolina where uh, where Chris Paul mm-hmm. shit is out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't going to Chris Paul can't wearing nothing but his shit. Yeah, but it's that brand, it's mm-hmm. that sponsorship. You know what I mean? And the sneaker, I'm telling you, sneaker game got a lot. On a lot of shit. No, I, I think it even catapults to the NBA MVPs and shit down all the way down to that. Man, listen, sponsorships in general. <laughs> yeah, this how bad it is. Louisville has the biggest sponsorship of any university. And when the last time Louisville right. in football or in basketball won a damn thing? I can't. They got remember. the biggest contract. Shit, like one hundred sixty some million, bro. It's crazy. So you're talking about a hundred and sixty something million dollar contract over the next five years. If if you want to wear nice shit, go to Louisville. Go to Louisville. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't right. you might not win. Right. But you gonna look you gonna, look you're gonna be fly, man. You're gonna, you gonna be nice. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna look or good. You wanna really look good, go to Oregon. Right. That's where Nike is originated. Yeah. That's where the headquarters. They get Oregon, all the good shit. Oregon do got the best jerseys. Oregon <laughs> got the best and they give they give uniforms that never hit the street. Mm. They get, they got, they literally have uniforms that they've worn that have never been for sale. Just for the players. Just for the players. So if they ever That's win hard. a chip, those uniforms are like, they're like, they they're already shit, worth gold. something. I'm about to say it's gold because it never went to mass production. Right. So it's like the sneaker game and, a, and a apparel game plays a big part mm, right. in, in, in a lot of programs. Right. And a lot of programs don't have access to them. Right. Even though they may have talent, they don't have access to them. And there's, a, there's rules about AAU stuff. You can only have so many AAU teams within a certain perimeter. 
so mm. much mileage in between. So it's a lot of stuff, dog. Like I didn't know half of that until I start reading a lot of it, mm-hmm. and then we're like, "Yo, what, what damn? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how does this work?" But yeah, it's, it gets deep, man. That shoe it's game crazy. is me. Yeah, that shoe game is crazy. Man. Has the uh, you know, the the crazy question? All it's just like the virus. Has this anything affected? Um, oh yeah, yeah you yeah. It put like, a freeze on a lot mm-hmm. of them. It just started opening back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even, just, yeah, from high school, from, from track AU yeah. to basketball AU, all of it got froze. Are players, are kids playing with masks on? Yeah. Okay. They are. I know in the city they are, in the tri-state area they are. Right. I'm not sure uh, in other states. Well, that got to be rough. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Ass yeah. on and you hooping. Cause you already can't breathe. Yeah, right. <laughs> you already be be done. Somebody gonna pass out, dog. Yeah, I said no, that. It's, it's gonna happen. I said they, they gonna, gonna need some defibrillators and anything right on the sideline. Yeah, right, you gonna have to do some type of modernization to the mat if you want them to hoop, or just you know, just temperature check. That like they doing it. Like they doing NBA. Because temperature, like I when I had the vid, you had it. I said I had no temperature. Is your almost regular? Yeah, I, I love all the cool names for it. The vid. That's the vid. That cocoa, baby. That's the vid. Cocoa. That temperature was fine. They let me right in the building, cuz. Uh, He's up in that? there. He's up that, in there man. passing anything out. Just, yeah. just walking Come all on, in the man. cafeteria, <laughs> all up on the grits just and everything. Man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my man, look, <laughs> it was crazy because my man was like, yo, I was like, yo, I don't feel good at all, cuz. I feel so tired. He's like, yo, you, you you think you got COVID? I was like, hell no. <laughs> you got tested later on, yo. You got that shit, cuz. <laughs> he gave it to you, yo. No, man, hopefully like not. Um, yeah, yeah, um, just, uh, you got a question, Jazz? My- no, go ahead. What you about to say? Because uh, it was another, it was probably another AAU question. Um, Come on, bring it on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, how long? How long have you been on with uh, Bearcats? Yeah. I've been with them since 2012. I became a coach with them a year later. Okay. Uh, you know, Van used to come to my barber shop. Right. Chill in the shop, bust it up, get his cut. One day he, you know, he 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 tells his his whole his life story about how, you know, his shit, what he was into. Right. And you know, some things transpired, and he had to take a seat. You know what I mean? And, right. His mom, you know, his mom was real instrumental in telling him, you need to change your life. Like, right. I'm not trying to bury you out here. Right. You need to change your life. So we come, he'd come to the shop, told, oh, gee, listen, man, thinking about doing this thing. Blah, blah, blah. I said, well, listen, whatever you need, let me know. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to support you, dog. Right. He was like, all right, look, I'm going to come back next week. I said, nah, call me tomorrow. Right. They called me the next day after that. Mm-hmm. Then you got a question, call me the next day after that. Like, don't wait no week. Like if this is something that you really try and do, and it's your purpose, right. then do it. Because the minute you hold off on it, it's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lose passion for like, it. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing, is like if you got a passion and a purpose for something, you really only need the opportunity to be put inside that that rim of it. Right. In order for your 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 true purpose to manifest. Right. So sometimes you in you're outside of your purpose, and what'll happen is you'll do everything except that. Right. You know what I mean? And you trying to figure out, damn man, you ain't you ain't truly fulfilled because mm-hmm. there's something missing. 
Right. You outside the circle. So you got to put yourself in the circle around mm-hmm. whatever. It may not pay you what you might want to get paid. Mm-hmm. Right. Most of the things we love to do don't pay us. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But what happens is it will pay you. Right. Somehow it will take care for of sure. you. For sure. And I don't get paid for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do that for the love. Right. You know what I mean? No checks coming my way. I still work eight day. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, I know that getting this kid some free money, that's the goal. I know his mom can't afford for him to go to no college. Yeah. So I, I honestly put things in place for a mother to think. Right. Hey, listen, there's these scholarships for these kids. If you put this in here right now to grow the dad, yeah. this will be available for him in the 12th grade, whether he gets it or not. Right. You know what I mean? Whether he gets a scholarship or not, it, it will be something for him. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that, I think that's, sorry to cut you off, I think that's yeah. so important that you're looking to get these kids to go to school for the play, the play in school, but to get a scholarship, to get a free education. Free man. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like everybody just they fixated on going to the league or mm-hmm. going to overseas. No, I mean if that you know overseas, you got you got six, eight, six, seven, eight year good years over there. Mm-hmm. And then you a lot of people don't like a lot of people don't uh go over there and be playing in oh, major no. leagues. Because it's tears. Yeah, you come and you go and you making forty thousand you making and forty thousand. Some guys don't there. even want to pay you. Yeah, so you getting forty thousand <laughs> and you coming back, you know what I mean, and you it's equivalent to a regular job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so it's like to get that education for free means a lot, and for you to teach that is so important for the kids. Getting the education is important. Getting a kid to college seems to be easy. How can I get him to stay? Right. Because you got bad study habits. Mm-hmm. You don't like to read. Mm-hmm. How long are you gonna be there? You gonna be the one semester guy? Yeah. Yeah, you got there. Ain't sending your ass home. Right. You don't go to class. You party. Right. I've seen a thousand of them in college. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? I was one of them at one time. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I can't. Ah. Then I just was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get my shit right. right. You know what I'm saying? But even still, when I even when I walked away from college, uh-huh. I had something else. I had entrepreneurship in my brain. Right. So I already had something in my brain that I wanted to do. And even still, I can always slide back. But I left out of there owing zero, bro. Yeah, and that's the goal. I paid thirty five bucks for, <laughs> for a dorm key. That was it. I went in there with having to pay nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then gave me financial. You know, the checks used to come right too. <laughs> and I was that was like nineteen thousand. The eight, first PUA. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> and listen. You know when everybody got their financial aid paper because everybody wrote. Everybody lit. Nobody in the cab. It's like four people in the cab. <laughs> paper, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like that was the real, it was. But you talk about kids that 17, 18, 19 years old getting seven, six, seven thousand dollar checks. Yeah, it's up because of financial aid or whatever or whatever your whatever your package was. Pell grants. Grants and stuff. It covered over what the base was, so you got the rest. Right. It didn't go to your mom and them. She was in your name. Your name, yeah. Cats went and got loans. Yeah. It was cats that got loans and never went down to the administrators to get them to check. Mm. So, check in their pocket. <laughs> Asking you to go to the cab and get them some cereal. Right. You knew what dudes was doing. Like, I, like come on, dog. You got the check, man. Go down there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Running from running from the administrators, they put right. slips under your door and all this old crazy. Like, 
it happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And I seen a lot at Temple. It didn't happen as much when I got down to Liberty. Right. I don't, don't ask me why I went there, bro. I ain't even go down there and look at this school. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go down there and look at Sean talked me into it. Bruh. I wasn't going to go. I was staying at Temple, but I was paying out my pocket to go to Temple. Right. I get a final scholarship offer. They see me running track. They said, listen, this is the last offer we're going to get you. It's full ride, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to play ball. I ain't trying to run no track. Yeah, no track. Right. You know what I mean? Track was past time. I'm not trying to do that. I go. Blindly, I go. It was the best and the worst decision I ever made. Best because it gave me a little perspective when I got right. there. The worst, they had a book this thick of the shit you couldn't do on campus. <laughs> and I can't make it up. What school was this? Liberty University. Right. Lynchburg, Virginia. Baby. Oh, my sister <laughs> went there. Yeah. She gave a shit. Pretty sure something now? Yo, she, she, <laughs> she left. It's a Christian university. Strict. Yeah, it was too strict. Right? Left it's like TCU, up. like LaSalle is, right. like, you know, all these schools are wrapped around theology. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm, I'm in. It's free. Right. I don't, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I got to get this. I got to get out of this, Joe. I'm coming from really being on my own to a school that has no co-ed dorms. Right. I went to, to a Christian college. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different world. John was jailed, bro. <laughs> I was sneaking off to the Red Roof Inn and all type stuff, man. <laughs> so I got, they ain't going to have it out here. <laughs> I'm out here, bro. Like, right. I'm, I'm hanging out down there. Real quick, did, yeah. you, uh, did you tune into the um, Sierra, what's the school name? LeBron something. Oh, oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how you feel about all those kids like teaming up him, Wade's son, uh, Mikey Williams about to go there out here soon. How you feel about all that? They doing what they parents do, dog. You hey. replicate what the people in front of you do. So what's your take on all this teaming up stuff? Yeah, right. And it's like I'm a, man, I'm a it's, listen, it's no man. Think it's like it's not competitive. Yeah, like I'm be- a Damon Lillard fan, bro. Right. I love him because dude, I, him, Westbrook. Anybody that is not trying to do the whole let's get together vibe, right? I'm with you. Now, I understand it's the only lane that people got now to get a chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to be a dog, man, like these dudes is dogs. Right. And they doing it with franchises on their back without mm-hmm. all the firepower that everybody else team. got. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I respect that. I respect that on a different level than what I see these, you know, come on, let's, let's. Let's it's, link up. It's crazy. And you ain't gonna tell me you the greatest dude that ever did it, and you doing it. <laughs> we gonna discuss that in a second. But um, <laughs> it's crazy that they kids have actually picked up on yeah, it. Yeah, they. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, if you're a thief, <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and they probably thief, basically promoted it to. What do you like, think yeah. you're gonna teach your kids mm-hmm. how to pickpocket first? Right. How to still change out the drawer. Mm-hmm. You start with the little shit. Yeah. Then I'm gonna show you how to rob this bank. Right. That's what he's did. He's done. He's what his son has watched him lose, 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 lose. Get there, lose. How did he win? He went and got other people. He went to somebody else's team, right, to do it. He left his house. I ain't going to nobody else's house and fixing their plate, right? Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I make my my plate is at my house. Mm. You know what I mean? Now, if you want to come to my table and eat. By all means. Right. But I'm not going to come to your table and you sit at the head and I sit on the side. Right. And I'm saying that I'm better than you. How? I'm in your house. 
This they, your place. This your silverware. They ain't, they ain't looking at it food. like that. Ain't nobody ain't looking no, at it like that. This is your food. Like that. You know what I'm saying? And then the guys like Dame and Russ, they get looked at like they, they ain't special. Why, yeah, why y'all ain't linking up on well, they are. Else, they, they throwbacks, man. No, but uh-huh. to, to us, like we know yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they them guys. But, I mean, listen, it's, it's always going to come about history. Right. You know what I mean? If a lot of cats don't really dig into history with, with sports and understand where it came from and where it is now, then there's just a lot of fluff. There's a lot of jokers just throwing stuff out their mouth and they don't, they have no clue. Right. You can't you can't be a basketball god. Mm-hmm. Rather you a statistical guy mm-hmm. or you a player and you don't know what came before you. Mm-hmm. That don't make yeah. sense to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't make sense to me. So, you know, to me it's just like their kids are gonna replicate what they do if they Hey, let me go get let me go get the baddest three point shooter. Let me go get a lockdown <laughs> defender. Let me go get a dude who just as good as me. That way, when I don't want to shoot in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter, <laughs> so, I'm going to let him do it. So so so. Uh, <laughs> I want to start that. No way. no, real quick, real quick. Where you got Brad at in your top? Is if he's in your top ten all the time? He's in my top ten, of course. So where do you put him at? Hmm. I'm going to count down. I'm going to go down. Go ahead. Because to me, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest player that ever did it. Ain't ain't no getting around it. Okay. Who else we got? And this this is from a statistical standpoint. Okay. And this is how I look at it. I think that Mike would be second. I think that Kobe would be third. Right. I'm a, I'm I'm probably going to put Brian about fourth or fifth. Okay. Because in between that, I got to put Will. No magic. Not in this not in this category. Okay. Because Magic never won a damn thing without Kareem. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Magic to me, when you talk point guards, probably one or two. I always feel like Isaiah Thomas is the greatest point guard that ever did it to me because he was the franchise. Right. At six two. And his team wasn't that and his team crazy either where Nah, not compared to LA. Was, they just was and dogs. they beat LA mm-hmm. twice. They just was they just was dog play. Mm-hmm. They beat them twi- they mm-hmm. beat them twice in a row. You know what I'm saying? There were there were, there are a lot of no, players. It wasn't, it wasn't twice in a row, it was it was Blazers. My apologies. Yeah, because they beat LA. And that, beat was, LA, LA that was that was in nineteen ninety. That yeah. was in the nineties. Cause LA had only they only they missed one. In yeah. the 90s, which was when Houston went the right. one time. So that's when I say, when you say the greatest cast, man, they ran a whole decade. Mike ran six years. How many years he play? 13, 14. Would you, would you ain't counting? You ain't counting Washington? We don't count them with you. Doing oh, that. man. <laughs> we'll, we'll count Wizards, Mike, because. How you not going to count that? He's the man played. We not count Wizards. Not only did he play. Not only did he, he play, ball too. Peep, see, that's what I'm about to say. He Not only did too. he play, but the cats would be like, man, Mike was 40 years old, averaging 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so they you might as well count it, right? Because he didn't make the playoffs. So that's what? That's 15, 15, 15 years? <laughs> yeah. So he dominated a six-year frame. Right? Yeah. Now, because he went away for 18 months, came back and won three. Right. That's where he stands apart, 3-3. Three, three. And that wasn't Michael Jordan I knew. Michael Jordan I knew was losing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then when all the greats 
was old. He won. <laughs> I can run them all down. They was all in the 80s from the 79 up. That's when basketball was crazy. And then Mike wasn't winning. He got swept by Milwaukee. People forget that. This is great for my argument because I never say Mike's the best ever. I think, listen. I feel like he played against a bunch what of makes, What makes a player great? That's the question you need to ask yourself when you say somebody's the greatest. What makes a player great? It's tough. That's tough. I don't really know. I'm going to tell you what makes a player great. What makes a player great is they're showing you something that you ain't never seen before. Mm-hmm. And everybody else realizes this shit different. Mm, right. Michael Jordan was a six foot six two guard in an era where two guards was six two. Yeah. And those two guards couldn't dribble. They were shooters. Right. Right? Yeah. He had a 45-inch vertical <laughs> at 6'6". Six, six. I tell everybody that. He was the first Your of his small kind. forwards were 6'7". So he was really a small forward. Your power forwards was 6'8". Who could score? So even though Clyde Drexler was 6'7", came in as a small forward, mm-hmm. they moved him to two guard, but he couldn't shoot. Right. He was a slasher. He was a mm-hmm. finisher. That's, he dunked on people. That's what he did. Right. What made Scottie Pippen great? I guess his defense. I'm not a big Pippen guy. I'm going to tell you what makes that guy great. Because it was nothing like him before him. Yeah, he was the first. I think he was the first of his kind. There's nobody like he him do before him. He could do everything. That's what makes a guy great. What makes Wilt great? There were 6'10 and 6'11 guys before him. But who was averaging 50 and 40? Mm-hmm. Who was averaging 50 points and 30 rebounds was, before him? Why. Ain't nobody did it since him. Let's go turn it around. Them what makes Kareem great? Putting finger rules right at the rim. They created rules for Kareem. You couldn't yeah. dunk for 10 years. Right. He got 38. The man got 38,000 points <laughs> from so, a shot that can't nobody block. It was something you never seen before. Mm-hmm. All right. So look, look, that's quick. what makes a guy great. So real quick, where do we, because you know we the hometown guys. Mm-hmm. We love Sixers. Where do we put Bubba Chuck at? Because I get I get a lot of I get a lot like lately I've been getting uh, like one of my coworkers he argues with me every day yo James <laughs> Harden is better than Allen Iverson and I'll be like what his skill set is no his skill set is his skill set is he's but a better scorer as, than Allen Iverson but who? Allen Iverson is a better killer yeah that's the difference Bubba's a killer that's what don't show up when you playing the game that shit don't show up that heart don't show what up. what shows up mm-hmm. is the dribbling the shooting the percentage. It don't say the ticker. Yeah. The ticker is mm. is that it. You know what I'm saying? So James Harden, even though he has it, he don't have it. Right. He don't got it. He don't have that. And AI had that. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what separates them. Mm-hmm. But from a skill set perspective, yeah. You we can name well, like yeah, all yeah. the all the new version guards, Kyrie. But they supposed to. Steph. Uh because what we said about how kids yeah. train, yeah. they're learning that stuff. That AI ain't get none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The stuff that these dudes get, Kyrie and all them was doing yeah. shit they was doing. All that training. LeBron had a personal trainer at, at like 12. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what these dudes getting now, they're getting professional treatment at a young age. AI didn't get yeah, that until well, he became yeah. a professional. Right. So you're supposed to be better than him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the evolution of the game and the evolution of the player is real. It it. 
you know, you get in an argument with a guy and you say a dude that's sitting on a bench is better than Shaq, and they be like, well, what? No, his skill set. Yeah. What this big can do, Shaq can't, can't do, do none of that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So he is better in that perspective. But is he more dominant than Shaq? Nah. He can't take over a game the way Shaq did. Nah. There are in-game things that happen that separates guys. And that's what you're talking about, that ticker. And that's, that's that it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that ticker. That's that ticker. That's that something else that don't show up on the stats. You know what I mean? It don't show up the way Shaq was filing all your centers out. Yeah. So now if if take the gameplay, for instance, if we start the game, we throw it in the Shaq. You only need four fouls before you're in the penalty. Right. Shaq done did that to your first, your big man. He, done, he got two fouls on the big guy. They bring another guy in, bang, bang. So now Kobe can go to the rack at will because anytime he get touched, he get into the free throw line. Yeah. He an 84% free throw shooter. Shaq ain't, you don't want him at the free throw line. <laughs> but now all your other guys can be aggressive offensively because the big man then softened them up each quarter. So he made the game simple for your guys who might not even be as great as Kobe, but now guy like Devin George can go to the rack with Devin at will. George. You know what I'm saying? Right. At will yeah, to get buckets that he wouldn't, norm- he wouldn't normally get Devin the buckets. George. Nah, he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Guy like Smush Parker. <laughs> get so to the you, basket. What you think about uh, just the evolution of the big, like Pasinga or somebody like that? I'm glad you said this. And since I'm a guard and I like giving out dimes, I'm going to give you a dime right now. This is a dime I'm going to give you. What I'm giving (laughs) you right here is, ah! (laughs) And you probably never heard nobody say this. Go ahead. Bill Lambert was that. Really? Bill Lambert was the beginning of the stretch five. Okay. Even though James Edwards was the center, they would move James Edwards out, put Bill Lambert in. In the 80s, your big man was your biggest rebounder, your mm-hmm. best defender. Mm-hmm. He pulled that man 25, 30 feet away from the basket. You don't have a rebounder now. Right. So he he evolutionized, but the era wasn't ready for Bill Lambert. Detroit was. Right. That's why they won. That was one of the main reasons why they won, because he was able to pull your best rebounder, your best defender, your best shot blocker. God, now, yeah. now Isaiah Thomas got an easy ride to the rim. Yeah, because the no big, big guy ain't down there. there. Yeah, ain't no big down there. Mark McGuire shoot the lights out now. Vinny Microwave come down there and get hot any given time. Because yeah. the most imposing player is 25, 30 feet away. This game now, all the bigs can do it. I'm about to say, yeah. yeah. Nobody yeah, blocks shots. Nobody. That's what makes Joel and B special, cause he does do that. He yeah. still blocks shots. He still posts up. These still dudes re- don't even post up. He still rebound. He still rebounds. He's still intimidating as a as a big man who does have all those other things that all these guys in this era had. Right. You know what I mean? So you don't really find it too often, and when you find it again, it's special. Right. It's special right. for this era. It's not special for what we've seen because we've seen guys like that. Right. But to do what he's doing footwork-wise, it's only one person that did that, the dream. Right. You know what I mean? And they, they're similar. Yeah. It's just JoJo can do – JoJo got a crazier handle. He could do it out three-point range. I know. You know what I mean? JoJo out here. You're, you're but Bill Lambert is that guy. If you go back, 
and you go look at some old stuff, you'll see that Bill Lambert was, he was jacking that joint from three-point range at a time where a lot of guys didn't shoot a lot of threes. Right. You know what I mean? And that that changed the game a little bit. Okay. You know what I mean? Who, who, well, go ahead. Wait, wait. No, I was uh, back to the city. Like, right now, as far as with the Young Wolves coming up now, since we got basketball back, who's like, I guess in your opinion, or if you know, who's like some of the nicer uh kids coming up now i'm a little biased right because i love picking my kids okay but it's 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 that that, what's the young boy named rasul diggers okay he nice i like his game man Mm. i mean to me i think my young boy mike anderson he over gerard college mike anderson is nice but it's a nice it's a it's a handful of kids i haven't gotten a chance to see their Mm. a complete game so I can't really pass judgment, you know, to say right. one is better than the other. I catch a little games here and there and there. But, I mean, there's some it's some kids that stand out, man. It's some kids that's like, it's a lot of kids under the radar in this city. Yeah. That should be marked up. It's you know crazy. what I'm saying? It should be marked up a, a lot higher than what they are. Right, because, you know, the pub was the biggest thing in the city. and it's like Right now the Catholic League is. Catholic mm-hmm. League is. That's where it's at. And the Catholic League has recruited a lot of kids from the city to come there because the archdiocese lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to recoup that money. Mm-hmm. And the way you can do that is through athletics. You know what I mean? Athletics can help keep your school open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And you take a, take a, take a, take a school like uh, Hollahan for girls. Mm-hmm. Hollahan was, is about the clothes. Wow. Right? But in terms of education, they got girls that go to straight to, they go, they go to Duke. They go to U Penn. Why ain't nobody fighting to keep the school open? You got doctors and shit coming out of here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody putting no bread up for them. They don't have to play sports. Their intellect is their sport. Right. So why isn't there people throwing money at this school to keep them open? Because this is where, out of the city, this is where most of your professionals, them and mastermen, engineering science too, but these two schools in particular, they got some of the some of the top notch kids, brilliant kids, coming out of that joint. You know what I mean? And nobody, nobody ain't no sports that. over that joint, so you can't save it. That. You know what I'm saying? Like you need donations. You know what I'm saying? I know. Uh, I know you cool with staff. Mm-hmm. I think your folks are the twins. Mm-hmm. How are your relationship with those guys? And like, do you like? Did you always like mentor them or give them words of encouragement? Staff, yeah, because uh-huh. staff was always around. Right. You know, when we was we was had our business, Staff was a baby. You know what I mean? Right. So he was always around. We was always in Staff here. Right. And we always had him at the course. We collectively as a group, we was always at the course. Had him playing with us down 16th Street and shit. Uh, uh, World Gym when it first yeah. opened up, had him playing. He was like 15. Kind of like how we had Devontae. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. You just put him in, put him in there with grown men and let him rock. Mm. You know what I mean? With my little cousins, it was a little different because. They was football dudes. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't like nobody playing. know that. They was football kids. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. one it seemed like one year they was my height, then the next year they was <laughs> six two. Right. Then the next year they was six three. So, you know, I mean if you seen their mom before, Angel Tall. And, you know, they dad is my my cousin. Right. He about six two. But their grandpa's a tall dude. So when I start seeing them, pal, I'm like, yo, they Mr. Greg. Yeah. All right, rest in peace to Mr. Greg. Mr. Greg mm-hmm. had him over Hunting Park. Mm-hmm. I got him. 
and worked. He they was working. Dan got him over at uh, Penn Char- mm-hmm. Prep Charter, and it just started materializing. You know what I mean? They started getting better and better and better and better. It was already physical kids because they was football cats. Right. So the physical part wasn't going to be nothing. The physical aspect of you being from Philly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roots and, from, got some roots in 100, 100 Park ties. So. Listen, man, and I'll tell you, like, if somebody was to ask me that I know that they would go when they went, that I know that they would get there, nah. You don't think so? No. it's Because it's some players I've seen, like, because I've seen a lot of dudes go to college and that be it. Yeah, because like uh, one player that i seen that I knew, the first time I seen him, when I seen Malik Wayne play, mm. I was like, yo, boy going to the A. I think I seen Gerald Henderson, who was Wayne Ellison. I Wayne seen them Ellison. play. I was like, yeah, they're they're pros for sure. I think around, I'm going to say around like their sophomore year of college, it was to me it was a possibility. But they had to stop the, the, the dumb shit. Right. They had a bunch of stuff going on. Right. You know what I mean? It was like, yo. Yo, what the f- like? Right. I'm text. I text yo, little cuz y'all good? Right. What's up? No, we good, cuz we good, we good. All right. <laughs> Cause see, I'm they older, older, older cousin. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like 16 years in between us. Right. They like 30, 31. Now. I'm damn near 46. Like it's years in between us. So it's right. like the conversations that I can have with them mm-hmm. is really like just me checking up on you. Right. You know what I mean? Yo, what's up? Y'all yeah, good? Giving a little advice and everything. Yeah, and yo, listen. Dope. It's needed. It's needed. Yeah, and I mean, they had enough of it around them, but sometimes it just comes from a different place at Man. times, and it kind of helps out that way because I ain't on their back with it. You know what right. I mean? Y'all grown men, you know? But even is it the same way when, you know, they they got drafted. It was right. the same way, you know? Marcus was over there in Houston, had right. a beef with, with the coach. Right. what they do? They sent him down. To the D League. Right. Kevin McHale, send him down to the D League. Text. You better drop 30, 35 a night. <laughs> to get oh, a pot of They're going to bury your ass down here. You you talking trash to a Hall of Famer. You getting a bad name. Right. 35. 35 and 12. 30 and 15. They right. say, oh, why is he down here? Yeah. Get his ass up here and yeah. sprain. He sprained his ankle. He said, "Get him up, get him up, get him back up here." Right. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying. Like we can't afford to lose you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Right. So that's you know, it's 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 a good thing, man. Like to see them there and to see them be ten year vets and to see them sitting there. And they from the city and they love the city and all that good stuff. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you just you can't can't beat it, man. It's yeah. dope. It's dope to see. Yep. Especially getting getting like Marcus getting his contract last year. I think that's super dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where can where how can kids sign up the uh Bearcats, man? So you can definitely go on Facebook, right? And we have our uh Big Dream Bearcats Academy, which is on there. A lot of information is on there about camps and all those things. Uh uh-huh. you can go on Instagram Instagram where you got Big Dream Bearcats basketball. Right. You'll see all the stuff that's on there, you know, updates of what's coming up, what's in the, what's down the pipeline. And, okay. You know, and then we, we do have tryouts, and we always throw that information out there. Then get in contact with me, Ball75 okay. on Instagram, or get with Coach Van. Okay. Coach Van31 on Instagram, and, you know, shoot that stuff out. And, you know, they want to get in contact with people, more likely. What, what, they, what can they expect when they come on board? Be ready. Just be ready to work. Okay. Just be ready to work. Just be coachable, man. Be coachable, listen. Just be ready to work. Okay, that's, that's good to hear, man. Um, 
I, I appreciate you coming through. No doubt, brother. I mm. appreciate the, the invite. Man. Yeah. Uh, y'all got anything before we roll? No, nah, man, that's it. Just, you know, appreciate you coming through, giving us some information that the people ain't know, mm-hmm. like myself, because I, I'm saying I ain't know anything about it. Yo, but he been the same reason as a young boy. He been a cool kid. That's just me. Coolest nigga alive, cause Coolest nigga alive. No, that's me. You know what but, I, but, you know but, I do. He takes shots at me, ain't oh, yeah. I'll do that, man. Mm-hmm. Jazz? Thank you for what you do for the kids. Like, that's oh, I really appreciate me. it. Yeah. Like, I appreciate it. You That's still doing art, art? You still do art? No, I need to get. Oh, come on, man! You gotta get back in there, man. <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, episode what is this? One oh seven. One oh seven. One oh seven. Rate, review, subscribe. Shout out to my man Ball. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, just uh, rate, review, subscribe again, and then mm-hmm. we see y'all next week. The future's here at last. The second coming. The new beginning.